0: Next topic is the Norman Conquest British people think of their history as truly beginning on 14 October 1066, the day of the Battle of Hastings, when William, the Duke of Normandy, Norse by descent and French by culture, defeated the Anglo-Saxon king Harold. William went on to conquer the whole of England, though not Scotland, Wales and Ireland. And yet the continuity of the Anglo-Saxon political habits And institution should not be underestimated. Norman Congress made a profound break in English political and cultural history. Politically, William I and his successors reorganized governing institutions and gave them a pattern which are still active. Socially, he moved most of the Anglo-Saxon ruling class, replacing it by his own Norman French followers. Culturally, this immense social change meant that England became a three-language nation for at least two centuries. The upper class spoke French. English was the tongue of the lower classes, while the educated class, the churchmen or clerks, used Latin for official business and scholarship. Another important consequence of the Norman Conquest is that England was closely involved in French politics and was until the middle of the 15th century. The second half of the period, this conflict with France led the Norman French nobility of England to think of themselves as English rather than French and in the 14th century they took to English instead of French as their normal tongue. Henry VI is reputed to have been the first of the kings since the conquest to use English as his native language. Chaucer was the first poet of a royal court to write in English. The social organization which William the Conqueror established in England was the one known as the feudal system. By this system, a landholder held his land as a feudum or fee from his superior lord in return for protection by this superior. The The landholder rendered him some service such as work on the superior's land or military services. So, this often tended to anarchy because the barons were led by self-interest. William, however, imposed order in England. Everything in England was his. He gave lands to his barons on the understanding that they would serve him. The barons granted pieces of their estates to their barons on the same condition. The society was organized in layers with the king at the top. William replaced the English landlords with French one, but had a great control over them. When a baron died without children, his land would be taken over by the king. Feudalism also strengthened the law of primogeniture, that is the real property would descend from father to the eldest son. This became the keystone of English aristocracy. The three institutions of the feudal system were the lord temporal, the lord spiritual and the lord commons. The king was the temporal lord. Henry took control of the spiritual world also. He dismissed Saxon searchmen and replaced them with normans. He got men who took the church seriously and asserted its high rights vigorously. This gradually resulted in the conflict between the state and the church. The church wanted freedom in the trial of clerics, collection of taxes over their land and dispensation of office. This finally led to the mortal struggle between Henry II and Thomas Becket, and the murder of the latter in 1170 at the Canterbury Cathedral.